Is professional networking important to your nursing career? Is it something you want to do more of? Are you networking now or would you like to be in the future? Here on episode 65 of the Nurse Keith Show, I'm talking about the four types of nurse networkers and how you can cultivate these archetypal behaviors into your professional networking activities. Welcome to episode 65 of the Nurse Keith Show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is, as always, about you, your nursing career, and I'm here to share some education, inspiration, and ideas that are going to get you moving in a positive, inspired direction. I'm a member of the ProMed Network of Healthcare Podcasts over at ProMedNetwork.com, and I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of Nurse Podcasters, along with RNFM Radio. Kevin Ross of the Innovative Nurse Show, and Elizabeth Scala of the Your Next Shift podcast. Please find the Nurse Keith Show over on iTunes, and please do me the favor, I would be eternally grateful if you leave a rating and review over on iTunes. It really helps other people find the show and increases the reach of the show beyond measure. Meanwhile, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc., And if you want to see the show notes for this episode, you can follow along over at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 65. Anyway, let's dig into today's topic, shall we? So lots of people do professional networking for different reasons. Those of you who own businesses, of course, are out there networking because you need to tell people about your product or service and get the word out there and meet other people. But even those of you who are not in business, who are working in the clinical, educational, research, or other milieu, you still need to get out there and network online and in person talk to other people, and build that tribe. I've talked about that before here on this show. You want to build the tribe of like-minded professionals who you can lean on when times get tough, or who you can lean on just for ideas and inspiration when you need them the most. They can also lean on you, and that's part of that symbiosis of networking and professional relationships that I've talked about so much on the show and in a lot of my writings all over the interwebs. So in my book, Savvy Networking for Nurses, Getting Connected and Staying Connected in the 21st Century, I talk about the four networking archetypes that I developed in the process of writing that book. I want to dig into those four archetypes today and dig a little bit deeper into how you can cultivate those archetypes in your life, or if you feel like you're already embodying them really well and you just want to identify which archetype is strongest for you and maybe which one you'd like to develop over time. First, just like I do in the book, I talk about some negative types of networkers that are out there, and I'm sure a lot of you have met them. One is called the networking vulture. And the networking vulture, and I hope none of you do this, and if you notice this behavior in yourself, you can change it right now. So the networking vulture circles the room. They look for a victim who they then descend on, as I say in the show notes, they put their business card in the person's hands, they talk about themselves, and then they just move on to the next person. So you know how vultures kind of, they find a piece of roadkill along the road and they just take what they need and then move on? That's what a networking vulture does. 
they're not looking for a piece of roadkill, but they're looking for someone who's just going to stand there and take in whatever it is they throw at them or regurgitate at them. And then they just move on to the next victim. And you've probably met people like this. I meet them all the time online and in person. And, you know, it's not very pleasant and it's not really powerful networking and actually doesn't do much in the end for anybody, including the networking vulture him or herself. The other type of negative networker that I run into a great deal these days is the energy vampire. And this person is basically a me monster. Everything is about me, 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 and they just suck other people dry. The energy vampire is a networker who's like a black hole. They absorb the energy of everyone else. So they take away from everyone, but they don't add anything to the conversation or the situation. Basically, they take up space, they don't give anything in return, and when the conversation shifts away from them, you might notice they disengage or they just look off into the distance or pull their phone out of their pocket or their purse and start checking their messages. So watch out for the me monsters, watch out for the energy vampires, the networking vultures, get out of their circles get out of their line of sight and move somewhere else to someone who's more positive. Anyway, now that we have those people out of the way, I want to talk about the consummate networkers, the professionals out there who are so good at being positive and giving and symbiotic and creating positive, wonderful relationships. And I know all of you out there are doing this and I want to encourage you to do it more. So I've met lots of consummate networkers in my day, and I could talk for an hour about some of the people I know who are very, very good at conversation. They're very good at drawing others out and creating really positive give-and-take relationships in their lives personally and professionally. So if you Google types of networkers, there's lots of lists out there, and in my book, I did come up with my own four types, my archetypes, and, you know, most of you aren't going to recognize yourselves in just one of these archetypes. I actually see myself or a little bit of myself in all four. The point is that we can find the ones that fit for us the best. We can find the ones where there might be something we want to cultivate in ourselves more. We can bring that part forward. So... If you're in an introverted part of your life, there might be some extroverted aspect you need to bring out. Or if you're in a really extroverted place, there might be more of a need to hang back and listen, and you might need to cultivate that listening skill more. So this is a dance, obviously, as I say in the show notes and in my book, and you can dance around these archetypes your entire life and actually have a ton of fun doing it. So let's dig into these four networking archetypes, okay? So the first archetype is the connector. Connectors are all about connecting their colleagues with one another. They might say, oh my God, Heidi needs to meet Alan. They're both ED nurses and they're both writing for nursing websites about the work that they do and how much they love it. So connectors are the types of people where the light bulb goes off in their head they see the potential of the coming together of one person with another person or one group with another group, or maybe one person who needs to meet this other group of professionals who they're acquainted with. So they like to plan and coordinate and 
make things happen. They synergize relationships. They bring like-minded people together over lunch. They connect them by email. So these networkers keep people in their lives who are important to them top of mind. And then they kind of like glide over. They have this 10,000 foot bird's eye view of how one person meeting another person may result in something really fantastic. So the connector will do things like set up a three-way conference call between him or herself and two people who they really want to connect, and they will introduce those people to one another. Or they'll send an introductory email to those two people, starting a conversation, inviting them all to dive in together and learn about one another. Oftentimes, once this conversation gets going, the connector is going to sit back, enjoy the action, but they can also continue to facilitate the conversation if they feel it's necessary. So the connector is the type of networker who thrives on connecting one person to another, one group to another group, and they don't generally ask for much or anything in return. So folks, are you a connector? Do you find yourself wanting to connect, say, this person to that person, or you want to introduce this person to a group of professionals who you think they would just really vibe with? Maybe you haven't been doing this in your career, but maybe this is something you want to bring forward for yourself. Are there people you know in your professional networks who you feel would really benefit from knowing one another? So if that is the case, consider bringing that connector energy forward and figuring out how to start coordinating and facilitating very skillfully these meetings of minds that can really make incredible synergy happen. So the second pollinator that's listed here in the show notes, and you'll also find it in my book, is the pollinator. The pollinator, like I say in the show notes here, they sprinkle their networking dust where it will most readily have a beneficial impact. So they will empower, they'll conjole a particular person to really fulfill their potential by pushing them or urging them into a particular sphere, into a particular world. So the pollinator might know of, for instance, a great networking event happening downtown. And the pollinator will bring an invitation or send an invitation to a person they know would really benefit from attending this event. The pollinator is like a fairy godmother or fairy godfather, and they want to see the person who they've targeted with their positivity blossom. They want to see them move forward in a really successful way. So the pollinator is going to make things happen. It won't necessarily be an introduction of one person to another, but the pollinator is going to plant seeds with a person who they admire and respect, and they're going to suggest to them to do a particular thing or go to a particular place or meet a particular person. So you can see that there are parallels between the connector and the pollinator, but they're slightly different. The pollinator might not make those direct introductions, but will make sure things happen. They'll put things in place and plant seeds so that the potential is more likely to come to fruition. 
Now, the third type of networker is the collaborator. So the collaborator is always looking for ways where they might collaborate with someone they know to build upon something that's going to be mutually beneficial. So they're not like a networking vulture who's just looking for an opportunity to make a buck. No. The collaborator is looking for ways to benefit him or herself while also benefiting someone else. They want it to be mutual and symbiotic for sure. That's why they're collaborative by nature. So when a collaborator is talking to a colleague or talking to a connection, their mind is often in overdrive. They're thinking of how could we make this mutually beneficial? What is it we could do together? What could happen from this conversation or this connection? 